1: Welcome back to GEMS Podcast. I'm your host, Genesis Amaris Kemp, and with me today is Heather Rose, and here's a bit about Heather. She has many different roles, various hats that she wears. She is a wife, mother, friend, entrepreneur, business owner, book nerd, and singer. Maybe she'll sing something for us, y'all, if we're lucky. <laughs> she, <laughs> she absolutely loves her life and loves the Changes It has brought for her as a person and definitely for her family in 2020. She started a thriving virtual assistant business, where she learned about the power of podcasting. She realized that a voice has such a beautiful ability to create connection between people and something as simple as the way you laugh is the easiest way to build your no like and trust factor who doesn't like laughing laughter is good for the soul in early 2021 she started her own podcast and took on clients to help them create and grow their own podcast to bring them success and recognition in their own businesses and without further ado please let's welcome Heather Rose Ah, thank you
2: Genesis I'm so excited to be here I love your podcast I think it's just beautiful
1: Thank you so much, Heather, and today we are going to actually dive into podcasting, the importance of telling our stories and how you mesh both of them together, but before we do, I want to know a fun fact about Heather Rose that wasn't mentioned in your bio that maybe your followers don't know, and it's beyond the surface level because anything could be, you know, found out at the surface, but it's when we go deep diving that we really connect with the individual. Okay.
2: All right. Well, definitely something that I don't usually put out there too much is, um, and it it is, a it can sound superficial, but it's definitely a huge part of me and my life is, I am a giant nerd. (laughs) I go to uh, Comic-Con. I live near Denver. So I go to the Denver Comic-Con pretty much every year. And I will dress up, like I will cosplay. I'm not I don't have the skills to be really intense, but you know I will wear something i will I will nerd out with it, and I just love being there and being around all those sweaty nerdy people it is It is my place they are my people, so that is that's a huge part of me
1: <laughs> that is so awesome, and I would never have guessed that so right. right? <laughs> What made you get into cosplaying? Like, was it something that you fell into or you just kind of dabbled in it? You know what? Actually, it's because of my mom. She would always make amazing costumes
2: for me. Like, we always had theme parties or theme birthdays, right? Like, we would do Pocahontas or um, it was always a Disney princess, right? Uh, And she would make these beautiful costumes. And they were always, like, really, like, simple to make. Like, she was... In no way a seamstress, she couldn't do intense, elaborate things, but we would get it done and it would look amazing. And that also transferred to, I loved to be on stage. I loved being in plays and I loved the costuming behind that. And I wanted to be an actress when I was younger. And, you know, kind of like, it's kind of my way of being like, oh, I love this character so much. I want to dress up like them like my my dream cosplay right now is Wonder Woman because she's just she kicks ass and I just love her so much. So like that is that is one that I will be at some point, but yeah, it definitely started with my mom, and dressing me up as a princess all the time
1: in these beautiful costumes that she made. So yeah. <laughs> And that's amazing because we see how your love for cosplaying and Comic-Con is also tied to podcasting because podcasters have to find their voice. They have to remain steadfast and have that confidence. So all of that does tie in together, even though somebody may say why is she into Comic-Con or cosplaying? But whenever you take on the identity of someone else or you admire someone else, it gives you, you know, more awareness of the things that you are capable of doing and it also stretches you beyond your comfort zone and sometimes when we as podcasters interview other people who may not have the same viewpoints or values as us it does stretch us beyond our comfort zone but because we have some background knowledge and experience we're able to you know teeter-totter and just engage in a conversation without ruffling any feathers or making that person feel as if, you know, what they say does not matter, or it's not valuable, even though we may not necessarily agree on the subject matter.
2: Yes, no, I absolutely agree with that. And I think it's, as far as I've been concerned, you know, there there are, of course, you know, factions of the like nerd (laughs) society where people get really, you know, into their trenches, and they won't listen to anybody else's opinions and that kind of thing. But what I've noticed when I went, because I, I am a very friendly person. I love to talk to people. I love to get to know them. I love to hear their stories. And so when I kind of bring that out in people, even if we disagree about something, we're still realizing, Hey, we still love basically the same things. And we celebrate that. And I just, I love that. And that, and you're so right. I never really thought about it going into podcasting, but that is, that is my heart is is bringing people's stories out and getting them to talk about the deeper things because okay no seriously there's so many parallels now that i'm saying this is so great because you know going to comic-con and you see people dressed as a certain character and i'm like why are you dressed as that character i mean that character's amazing but like why this one they always have a beautiful story behind it right like Why, you know, this random robot from this random movie? And they're like, well, they said this line and it like struck me in the heart, you know, and, and you're like, wow, who, who even knew? But I just, I just love that that,
1: oh my gosh, I never put that together. Thank you. My pleasure. And so now I do have a challenge for you, Heather. Whenever you get ready to go to Comic Con um, this year in Denver, I want you to take some of your podcasting gear, if you have some mobile podcasting gear, and why don't you interview some people on ground at Comic Con and hear what their stories are? Since there is power in sharing our stories, you're super passionate about cosplay, you're super passionate about, you know, Comic Con and you are a podcaster. So wouldn't that be so cool to be front and center at a place that you love while igniting stories from other people who love the same thing that you do?
2: Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. That would be so much fun. Yes. I don't have any mobile equipment, but I'm going to get some now. Oh, that's going to be so much fun. Oh, wow. Sorry. Just possibilities. I'm already because I'm already having these conversations right
1: like and who doesn't
2: want to be on a podcast (laughs) you heard it here
1: first y'all on Gem's
2: podcast (laughs) so tune in this summer hopefully if they have it we don't know I haven't gone for the last two years because it's either been canceled or moved to they did it on um Halloween last year and I spent Halloween with my kids so I was like I can't do that but hopefully this year
1: So now like switching gears into why you felt so strongly to go into podcasting and just really ignite the virtual assistant business, what was the driving factor behind that and what did it look like when you got started? So I want to hear the hard points. I want to hear the struggles and then we'll get into the easy because people fail to realize that whenever you are starting something new, you have to go through the trenches, you have to jump over the hurdles and it's not always going to be easy like people make it seem because you're on the outside looking in and you think everything is glamorous or that person has it figured out when you never even took the time to actually sit down and have a coffee chat and say what were some of your struggle points what were your pain points what made you jump shit
2: yeah yeah well no it was it was a difficult time I um All right. So origin story, here we go. I've told you I'm a nerd. (laughs) So, um, my daughter was a diagnosed autistic, uh, about four years back. And, um, that was, that was a really kind of painful thing for me to go through because I felt like I had failed as a mother. Um, I was realizing I couldn't be her, her educator because she needed so much more than I could give her. And that became increasingly clear as you know, she got older and I had to get let go of that pride and that, um, that need to homeschool. I was, that was the plan to be a homeschooling mom because I was homeschooled. My husband was homeschooled. We loved it. And that was the plan, but I absolutely could not do it with her and which is fine now, but then it was really hard. It was hard for me to let go of that because it was part of my identity. And, so, and so, you know, uh, her going to school and her having therapy was fairly expensive. And so I was like, you know what, I got to find something for me to do. I haven't been in the workforce for like five years. And so I don't even know where I'm going to go, but I looked online, I saw a virtual assistant, uh, course that I could take. And I was like, okay, you know, I can, I can try this out, see how I like it. And it's all about like being organized and helping other people be organized. So I was like, I can do that. But they had one section. About podcasting, and they had you edit an episode and write the show notes and make the artwork and all that. And I fell in love with audio editing. (laughs) I told you I'm a giant nerd. Like, it just, I love it so much. It's just, it's so much fun for me. But I was like, okay, well, I want to go into podcasting, but virtual assistant is really easy. So I'm going to start with that. Right. And then I'll build into podcasting. And while I was doing, I was, I had my virtual assistant business. I was listening to these podcasts of, um, these amazing women and they were all like personal development or business development podcasts, but they were so inspiring. And I started to realize that I was, I was falling in love with these women. They felt like best friends, right? Like I, I, you you I hear them laugh about something or I hear their passion in something and it just lights up inside me because hearing their voice in my head is so incredibly personal I'm just going around my day right I'm just going I'm just washing dishes I'm just doing whatever and I'm hearing their voice telling me that they've gone through what I'm going through and they got through it and you can and it's going to be okay and By the time that i would listened to a podcast for a couple of months, anytime they sell something, I'm like, okay, I'm buying. Like, I don't even care what it is. I don't, I don't, I might not even need it, but I'm like, yes, I trust you. I trusted this person so much and it wasn't disingenuine. It was so, it was so genuine. It felt so real of a connection. Like, I felt like I knew this person so well. And I realized that that is such a powerful thing your voice is so powerful because it's only yours your laugh your intonation the way that you sound when you're passionate when your voice gets a little higher when you get excited i mean it's it's all you and it's so personal and i think it's one of the most amazing ways to reach an audience to educate that them about anything even to sell even you know, if you're doing it strictly to talk about your business and get people to buy from you, I still think it's an amazing way to talk to people. And so I had had that virtual assistant business for a while. And I was really struggling because I was working with an agency and they were paying me really, really low. Right. And I had these moments where I just it was it was kind of on like clockwork every Thursday. Every Thursday, I would have a little breakdown. Because you know, You get to Friday and you're like, okay, I can do this. Sun, you know, you take a break during the weekend, and then Monday you're like, all right, we got this. Tuesday it's like it's getting harder. Wednesday it's getting harder. Thursday, breakdown. And then Friday I'd be like, okay, I can get back out of it again. But I was just struggling so so much and listening to these. It sounds really silly, but it's not listening to these podcasts of these women who felt the same struggles, who had the same imposter syndrome. And now they're wildly successful and they're teaching other people that they are enough all the time. I just thought I have to do that and I have to get people's stories out there. So that's kind of the long story, but, but yeah, it all, it all, it all comes back to podcasting for me.
1: <laughs> but that is so real and it's so um, powerful that you share that because you see how, Your daughter and her being diagnosed with autism pushed you into your purpose because, as a mother, you love your daughter. And just to hear your daughter being diagnosed with autism and something that you really don't know that much about or how to help your daughter as a mother, you had to do something different so that. Pushed you to pivot, and the pivot drove you into virtual assistant. That jump started your business. And then you also learned how to edit something that you fell in love with. And then you started to submerge yourself in it. And then you began to take ownership of your craft. And as you took ownership of your craft, you said, You know what? I am now a SME subject matter expert in editing, and podcasting, now I want to reach out to other people who have incredible stories and allow them to have a platform to shine on, which is in lieu of your podcast, Heather. But then also the women that you listen to day in or day out, they had different seeds and nuggets that were planted inside of you that helped you grow Mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally, or whatever else you want to call it that brought you to the level that you are today because some people may have just thought oh it's just words that I'm listening to, but those words begin to take root. And it's those roots that remain sturdy and steadfast that help us get on our way because you felt so connected to other women who you did not know. And you said, if they can do it, I can do it too. And I just want to celebrate your success where you are now and the incredible things that you're doing, because sometimes people see what you're doing and they may never tell you good job. They may never give you the pat on the back or they may never encourage you to keep on going to rise up to the level that you desire to be, not the one that they want you on, but the one that you personally want to take because it's a personal journey. So now we see all of this transition as well as transformation. So I like to say TNT because you, ha- you have to create your own explosions in your life, right?
2: Yep. <laughs> you really do. And it's, it's, it's not easy, but it's so much more fun you expect you know
1: and so um what have you learned about you know now looking back at where you are now and where you came from what was the biggest lesson that you learned from it all like from motherhood dealing with the child with autism starting your own business um you know, having thoughts about maybe repatriating back into the workforce, because I tell people life is a roller coaster. There's always going to be highs and lows, ups and downs, but how you deal with a situation is what's going to set you up for success.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I think the biggest thing I've learned
1: is that you,
2: there is, there is so much more inside you than you realize, and you can learn to do pretty much anything. I don't, I don't care if, I mean, I never, I never, ex- I never um, really thought of myself as a smart person. You know, I made straight B's and C's in school. You know, I was, I was never particularly athletic. I was, I was just kind of average. And so I thought I'll always be average and that's okay. And I don't know why I always thought that you don't have to be average just because that's what people said about you in high school, Right. And since I was going to be a stay-at-home homeschooling mom, I was like, okay, well, then I'll I'll be good at that. And then that train derailed, and I had to figure something else out. But I am, and I'm doing so well, and I'm constantly surprised and impressed by what I can do that back when I started the virtual assistant business, and I was constantly doubting myself and constantly undermining myself, Like if I could, I would go back and be like, oh my gosh, just just believe that you can do what you want to do. You know, I would shake myself. But also I needed to go through that, right? Like I couldn't, I couldn't have possibly just jumped into this and then be like, oh yeah, I'm amazing right away. I couldn't do that because that's definitely not who I am. But also I needed to have that so I can look back at it and be like, I understand what that feels like. I understand what that imposter syndrome feels like, and it sucks. It's hard and it hurts, but I also understand that. I don't want to go back to that. You know, I know what it feels like. And so when I can feel myself being like, Oh, I'm not as good as I think I am. I seriously like, it sounds so egotistical, but I'm like, actually I'm amazing look at what I've done, look at what I'm building and how much more I have to learn, how much I, how far I've come. Like having that to go back to, to be like, that felt like garbage. If I ever start to slip back into that, I know where I don't want to go and I can steer myself directly out of it. So yeah, I think the biggest thing to learn is that we all go through that. We all have that imposter syndrome. Even people that are wildly confident have that. But it's what you do with it. It's how you deal with it,
1: right? <laughs> yes, absolutely. And I love how you recognize what it was. And since you already walked through that, you knew the triggers and it allowed you to steer away from it. Because in life, you have to celebrate your small wins, as well as your big wins. And you have to see yourself as an asset because you are your biggest supporter and you are the person that is going to help you get to the mountaintops, because even though there are people that are going to come alongside of us that are going to be advocates, mentors, sponsors, if they believe more in you than you do yourself, then there's definitely a big disconnect there. And another thing that is so important is that your past does not determine your future. Your past can help set up your future in a sense if you are taking what you learned in your past and you are not repeating those same mistakes that are causing you to retreat and regress. And I always like to tell people, I'd rather have progress over perfection. Because as long as I am progressing, I could always perfect things later on. But right now, I don't want to have so much perfection that I'm not making any progress and it's starting to hinder me. Because sometimes you have to be willing to be uncomfortable in order to grow and mature.
2: Yeah, Absolutely. there. There's a line that I keep seeing, you know, when something kind of hits you and then you see it everywhere and you're like, oh my gosh, <laughs> you're like, has this always been everywhere or is it just now? Um, you're the only one that's holding you back. Nobody else can really hold you back. You know, you you make what you want happen. And so why are you holding yourself back? <laughs>
1: Yeah, and then you know what I always tell people: if you find a quote that resonates with you, and it causes inspiration, motivation, and it just jumpstart something in inside of you, like if you're taking some jumper cables and you're jumpstarting <laughs> your battery, and you have that, mm-hmm. let that electrify you. So, one quote that I hold on to right now is by Babe Ruth, and it says, "Never let the fear of striking out." Keep you from playing the game because if you allow fear, which is a limited thought and a limited belief, cause you to shrink back, then you aren't turning your dreams into realities. You aren't stretching beyond capabilities and you aren't aiming for the moon. You're rather aiming for the stars, which anyone could see the stars, but not everyone is going to make it to the moon to have their footprints on the moon. So who do you want to be? (laughs) me
2: just more (laughs) well here's the nerd in me i i resonate so much like i said i want to be i want to cosplay wonder woman that character though the 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 grace that she has with everybody and the willingness to always keep pushing forward like it seems you know silly but i want to be wonder woman
1: (laughs) hey you already have the w on your chest because you're the wonder woman in your own home because if it wasn't for you being the project manager of your house being the ceo of the of your life being you know the driver for your kids being the cook if you cook for your husband all of those things And you could easily turn that W into an S because some some mothers are seen as superhumans and people see you as the one that can do it all. And you're like, okay, so who do you want me to be? You want me to be a superhuman today or do you want me to be a wonder woman? Or I could be both. (laughs) (laughs) All of the above. (laughs) So I want to get into some quick tips, Heather, because I know you believe in helping people share their stories and really pulling, pulling out the things that maybe they're not comfortable about talking about. But once they open up, they start to see that they are worthy. They start to see the power in their stories. So what are five tips that you could share with the listeners and viewers to help ignite them to share their stories and share it authentically, uniquely, boldly? And do it with courage to conviction, because you never know how your story is going to unlock the keys to someone's destiny and bless their socks off. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you said that people can feel uncomfortable
2: sharing things, right? I've noticed that that discomfort usually comes from they don't know how. They don't know how to start. They don't know what to say. Or they don't think that anybody's gonna care. That is, uh, do you curse on this? That is bull crap. <laughs> baloney, <laughs> baloney, <laughs> shiitake. <laughs> that is that is nonsense. You you never don't worry about what anybody else thinks about your story because there's gonna be haters. Right, there's going to be people that that for some reason have decided that your story is ridiculous, but that's you can't worry about that because it's always going to be there. Think about anybody who has ever shared their story ever. There's going to be somebody that's like, Wow, really? You said that on a podcast, you said that on a TV show. Like, there's always going to be somebody that says that, so you can't worry about that. You just It's going to resonate with somebody. It might, it might change somebody's life. You don't know that.
1: So let your haters be your motivators or take whatever they say and allow those bricks thrown at you to build you a nice, comfortable bridge for you to walk over. Now back to you, Heather.
2: (laughs) I love how you like tie it up into a package. (laughs) I'm just like, uh, word vomit and you just put it in this nice little package. It's great. (laughs) No, I, I think for a lot of people, because I have been a performer for most of my life, you know, I was on stage a lot. I sing, I act, I dance. Um, And when I got into this world, when I got into the like entrepreneur and business owner world, I was very intimidated by people because they all seemed, you know, so much smarter than me and had been doing this longer and all this. And I was very intimidated. I was very meek and shy. And, um, Some of the people that knew me back then are like cracking up now because I'm making these like Instagram reels where I'm like dancing around and they're like, is this Heather? (laughs) But the thing is, it you just gotta start. To tell your story, you need to just do it. It will get easier with time. And you don't have to start with the hardest story, right? You don't have to start with the most difficult thing for you to say. Just start with something. Start with something that you saw earlier this week that, you know, had an effect on you, or a silly thing that your kid did earlier, or a goofy story from your childhood. Start with that, because that is still a part of you. That is still a part of your story. And so that's that's one way to get started on just inviting people into your life. It's so like I said, you have no idea who it'll touch, right? And even it,
1: if, it, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, no, no. I was saying absolutely because everyone has to have a starting line, Heather and we've all started somewhere. So I like the fact that you said, just start either pick the easiest thing that you're able to connect with and share that without getting nervous and then build upon that.
2: Yeah. And honestly, um, because I, you know, social media can be kind of a double-edged sword, right? We see like the perfectness of people's lives and stuff like that. But also I think it has brought a lot of community and a lot of vulnerability. And I think that that is absolutely beautiful. And so along with that, just start, don't be afraid to show yourself we've all, we all have flaws. We all have issues. We all have things going on. And so if you, if you do have something that you want to tell to people in your social media, to people in your life, just turn on the camera and do it. Don't double, do, uh, second guess yourself. Unless you're going to say the wrong thing, don't second guess yourself. Just, just go for it because it's. In the long run, I think people are fairly forgiving people are fairly graceful, especially if you're being vulnerable. And even if they aren't
1: just just forget it just don't just don't worry about it don't think about them. Yep. And there's this one movie, I can't remember if it's a Disney movie or something. And it's called Stick It. And it's about the gymnast. And one, one girl, she's like, she got tired of trying to fit in and fit the mold of everyone else that was on her gymnastics team. So she said, you know what, I'm just going to stick it. Because she had to remain true to herself. Because if she wasn't being true to herself, then she was driving herself crazy because she was miserable, trying to get in line with things that were not comfortable or conducive to her. Because every single person is not going to be the same. That's why each one of us was created differently. Every one of us looks different for a reason. And that's because we're each a masterpiece in our own way. So take ownership of that and say, c sí, whether yes, I can, as the Cheetah Girls would say. Or Nike, just do it. Or YOLO, you only live once, you have nothing to lose. So what are you trying to prove to those haters, critics and naysayers? Just share your story. And whoever is going to gravitate to it is part of your tribe. Whoever is not gravitating to it, it's because it's not in their season for them to be connected to you. So don't lose sleep over it, just keep on rolling rolling with the homies. So, so Heather. (laughs) Yes. You are definitely a singer and I am not. So would you do the honors of dropping a few bars and then closing us out by telling the listeners and viewers how to connect with you on your website and social media? (laughs) Oh my gosh.
2: Dropping a few bars. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Let's see. Um, Every night I lie in bed, the brightest colors fill my head, a million dreams are keeping me awake, I think of what the world could be, a vision of the one I see, a million dreams is all it's gonna take.
1: Beautiful. And you just heard Heather Rose sing a beautiful few bars. Now, if you need a booker for a singing engagement, maybe she could sing at your wedding or any upcoming engagements that you have just putting that plug out there. Cause who doesn't Absolutely. <laughs> I'll sing
2: anywhere. You don't have to pay me. <laughs>
1: So Heather, how can our listeners and viewers connect with you if they are looking for a virtual assistant or they need some podcast editing, or they just want to connect with you because they resonate with what you said on my platform or the things that you have going on on your own podcast. And then tell us where you hang out on social media so we can slide in those DMs. Oh,
2: yeah, absolutely. No, I have a website, Rose um, where I have all of the different products that I have for helping you with your podcast and getting your story out there. And I absolutely love it. I actually have a course going on right now, three to one launch your podcast course. Yes, it started yesterday, but you can still sign up this week. I will still give you all the materials and the zoom call from yesterday. So you can still get going. That is to help you launch your podcast in 21 days because yes, you can do it. It's work but it's not too much work and I help guide you through it. So it doesn't take you too long. And so I also, yeah, I guess on Facebook, I am Heather Rose virtual on Instagram. I am Heather Rose virtual. Those are the places that I mainly hang out. I guess I have a LinkedIn. I haven't checked it in a while. (laughs) So it's probably not the best place to find me, but yeah, I would love to talk to anybody. I also have a podcast called Mamas at Work. Where I interview mom entrepreneurs and I get them to talk about their journey and talk about their passion and how much they love their family. And so, if you want to be on that, you can absolutely email me as well. And and yeah, that Mama's at Work is at anywhere you can you find your podcasts.
1: And there you have it. So what is your call to action for this episode? If the listeners don't get anything else that you and I have said, what is the one thing you want them to hold on to, to help them ignite their power in sharing their story on podcasting?
2: Your voice is powerful. You have something so unique to say and somebody will resonate with it. And it's If Even if it's only one person, it's worth it. Trust me, because you cannot believe how that feels, that connection feels. So your voice is beautiful, your story is powerful, and you just need to get it out there.
1: And there you have it, listeners and viewers of GEMS Podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Genesis Amaris Kemp, and you just heard Heather Rose. And we discussed the power of sharing your story. So allow your void to radiate the rooms you walk into. Allow your smile to be your signature. And allow your story to carry weight wherever you go. Because your story is true to you. And that story is a part of who you are. And no one can tell your story better than you can. So rise up and take your rightful place because the world needs you to share who you are, what you've been through and where you're going. It's not time to hop in the back seat, but it's time for you to drive in the driver's seat and be the driver to navigate your own life. And until we chat next time, peace love, and lots of blessings. Have yourself an amazing day. And remember, you are your biggest asset. So believe in you.
0: Thank you for listening to another segment of GEMS Podcast. Hope you enjoyed this recording. Make sure you like, comment, share, and subscribe to GEMS Podcast on your audio platform as well as our YouTube channel, your services can be here on GEMS Podcast.